You're listening to the About Consent podcast, episode number two. Welcome to About Consent, the podcast that sparks conversations about creating consent culture, body positivity, sex education, boundary repair, sexual empowerment, orgasm equality, and raising a new sexually healthy generation. This is a safe, shame-free, judgment-free zone where both survivors and those who support survivors are welcome. I'm your host, Rosalia Rivera. Welcome to today's second episode of About Consent. I'm thrilled that you're back after listening to episode one, which talked about what this podcast is going to be all about. Today, I wanted to share with you my story because, as I mentioned in the first episode, many of you know me as a marketing strategist and brand builder. I once had a, an actual agency. Um, we ended up closing that for various reasons, which mostly had to do with my health, my child's health. And then I started working from home and rebranded and then about nine months after that I launched About Consent and so for many of you it seems like quite a drastic change which it really is but this journey has actually been happening really since I closed my agency there were I would say moments where I had a lot of time to soul search and really decide where I wanted to move forward, where what I wanted to continue doing that was really nourishing my soul. And although marketing and branding is something that has been very supportive for my life in terms of a financial uh, career and as well as a creative outlet, I love graphic design. I love photography. I love being able to help women who are starting their businesses. Um, But it wasn't really my true calling. And so this is something that goes back really 20 years. So I would say about consent is actually 20 years in the making. And so I wanted to share that story to help you understand why this is such a passion project, really my lifelong journey has led me here and I'm thrilled to finally be able to launch this and go on this journey and bring you along because I think that it will help so many and I'm looking forward to creating positive impact in the world. This is something that I actually went to university for. Um, Originally, when I was in 11th grade, I took a class. uh, One of the teachers was teaching psychology, and I decided to sign up for it um, as sort of the extra um, credit class. And my psychology teacher was amazing. He exposed us to a movie called Sybil. And in the movie, I don't know if you've seen it with Sally Field, She has multiple personalities and the character ends up, which is actually, I believe, based on a book, but the character ends up finally, um, you know, becoming a whole personality and 
at through her journey of going through therapy, she was able to get to the source of why her personalities split in the first place, which were, of course, all defense mechanisms to the trauma that she had experienced in her childhood. And ironically, at the same time, about the same time, a very, very close friend and family member had come out about the fact that they had been sexually abused in their childhood. And at this point, she was 18, I believe, 17, 18. And the family just wasn't really sure how to respond. So there wasn't really counseling that was sought after. And it was just something that got left kind of hanging. It was acknowledged, but it was not, and you know, it wasn't um, necessarily downplayed or anything. And it wasn't, uh, there wasn't a negative reaction to it. But at the same time, there wasn't a support system in place to help that family member. And so it kind of just got left as it was. But when that information came to light, I realized what that family members' struggles were and why they were acting the way that they were acting. And it was all really sourced from this trauma that had happened for years um, to this family member. And so having taken that psychology class and really understanding how trauma can impact a person's life in the long term, you know, life long term, Uh, ways, this was really eye-opening for me. And I understood the power of therapy, the power of understanding psychology, understanding the way the mind works, the way that trauma can affect lives, right? And oddly enough, when that information came to light, I still had not come to accept what happened to me which at the time I had not equated as trauma because there were varying levels of what happened as well as memories that I wasn't sure were memories that I thought I was not really understood. Like I hadn't really processed whether those were really memories or dreams or imagination, like, you know, running wild kind of situation. So that kind of my own personal experience kind of got put on the back burner because I think I just did not want to have to confront that truth at that time. So cut to I decided that I wanted to go into the psychology field and become a sex therapist because I believed that against what my own culture believed Therapy was a critical part of healing, and I wanted to help others heal. And yet, in my third year of school, I left to pursue a career in photography, which took me completely away from this kind of work. I believe now that this was and and really has been my coping mechanism to stop myself from having to deal with my own abuse and what had happened to me. And I was really in denial until 2018 when I went to see a hypnotherapist about why I was constantly self-sabotaging every time I would get close to this work. In fact, when I was pursuing photography, 
I ended up going into fashion photography, beauty, and then I pulled away because what I had really wanted to do was to go into documentary photography and photojournalism. So when I pulled away, I was working in New York, really successful. I was I was um, the marketing director of a really high-end commercial uh, photography service. I left because I wanted to go back to pursuing documentary work, and I wanted to actually do a documentary about rape culture. Now, this was back in 2007 when I had decided I'm going to leave this career. This is the, this is now the second time I've left marketing uh, just recently, but the very first time was in 2007. And I decided that I was going to create, do this documentary, film this documentary that was going to center around what how we can empower survivors who have experienced rape. So I was specifically focused on trying to understand, you know, what, why is, why do we live in a rape culture? Like, what is the mechanism that drives this machine of rape culture? What women can do to empower themselves, even if they have been um, sexually assaulted? And the focus of this documentary was going to be about showing survivors talk about their experience and talk about how they have been able to overcome what are the things that they've done to empower themselves and when I was doing the research for that documentary I kept hitting a wall of anxiety I would do research and look into cases of women that had been abused um, or had been raped or uh, really horrendous acts of like gang rape and really tragic stories that were in the news. And it just became really overwhelming and very, very triggering for me. And I couldn't really understand why. And I ended up having to pull away from the work. So... I ended up going back into photography and into marketing, right? And so that was the second round. And this is why I say I think it was sort of my coping mechanism to not have to deal with what happened to me. So now we're here. And so what happened was that uh, I realized in 2018, especially after having seen this hypnotherapist, that deep down I had the inkling of why I kept pulling away from this kind of work. And I was in denial about the abuse that I had also gone through. And I had been blocking much of it. And there are still many blocked memories that I can't access. I believe that my brain is trying to protect me. But after hypnotherapy and after much healing and self-care and soul searching, I realized that this is where I'm meant to be, which is helping others this is what I started with when I went into university at 18, 19 years old. And as family members of my, of my family have been hitting their breaking points, I knew that I could no longer wait or put this off or deny that this is really my calling. The fear that I had been having of telling my own story had to be overcome but I really didn't know how. Then a video of another survivor sharing their story publicly, although it was very triggering for me, broke my heart open. And I realized how critical it was for me to protect my own children, how I have been slowly and too slowly teaching them about consent, but not facing this head on. 
As a mother of three, my journey also started shortly before my oldest son went to his first summer day camp over two years ago. At that time, my deep fears triggered anxiety and feelings of helplessness because I was, you know, this place that I was sending him to was this new place. I didn't know every single adult or teen that was supervising all the kids. And that's when I realized that I needed to educate myself on how to empower all of my children on how to avoid or stop any potentially unsafe situation from unfolding. I was never taught body safety, how to establish boundaries, how to enforce them, what consent meant, or that I even had rights over my own body. So how could I teach my own children? And that is what led me on the empowering path of creating about consent. It was this fierce desire to protect my kids. I also realized that the distinction between overprotecting my kids versus empowering my kids was an important one. Overprotecting without teaching them tools and skills was not going to help them as they grew older and went off into the world. And so this is why About Consent was born. And although there are great resources out there to help parents teach this information, I could not find any programs or guides to help parents who are survivors to navigate these really triggering conversations, particularly for survivors who have not healed or shared their story with anyone. The layers of trauma for a survivor parent are yet more exposed when dealing with these sensitive topics. And yes, my journey has been triggering, but it has also been very empowering. And my children are very consent empowered. They continue to learn each and every day through open communication, modeling, and interaction. So I decided that I would set out to heal the past, change the future, teach the future, and change the present. I want to be a guide and support for child sexual abuse survivors to develop the courage they need in order to seek the help that they need to begin their healing journey to become thrivers, not just survivors. And I wanted them to, I want them to know that they are enough and worthy of connection and love. And I want them to know that their mental, physical, and spiritual health are worth caring for. My mission is to dismantle shame around sexuality, something that is a life force, yet has been demonized and is the source of so many ills in our society. I want sexual literacy to become the norm and for orgasm equality to be considered as important as economic equality because it goes beyond a deeper level than orgasms. It is simply about equality of the sexes. I wanted to prevent sexual abuse. That's my goal. I want to prevent sexual abuse, particularly for children, and to create healthy, sex-positive, and empowering environments for those children to grow up understanding consent. The reason this has been so important for me is that as a childhood sexual abuse survivor, along with many close family members and friends, It can be generational. And 
as my mother was also a sexual assault survivor and was a victim of the culture and ideology that protected the predators more than the abused, I made the decision that I had to end it with me, that I needed to break the wheel. I needed to speak out and end the cycle of shame, abuse, and cultural acceptance of misogyny. I believe I was born to break this wheel. I believe that I went through, that what I went through and the lineage that I come from brought me here to this point in my life where I have learned how to heal, love myself, dismantle the shame that has shackled me, and teach others how to do the same. I believe I am meant to speak my truth so that it may empower others to speak theirs. So that is my story. That is why I'm so passionate about this. And I invite you to join me on this continuing journey of empowerment, of sexual reclamation, of creating consent culture, of empowering the next generation, of mending the past, healing ourselves, and creating the kind of world that we want to live in. Thank you so much for joining me today on this second episode. I would love to know what your takeaways were from this. Is it something that you've experienced that you resonate with? Are you a survivor that has come out? Obviously, if you haven't, I don't expect you to post anything. Um, I truly respect your need for privacy and confidentiality. But I do want you to know that this is a safe, shame-free, judgment-free zone. And you are always welcome here, as well as those who support survivors are also welcome here. The information that you find here can help you become not only an ally, but someone who can be supportive in so many other ways. So I encourage you to speak your truth, to seek the support that you need. And that is why I'm so excited about the lineup of guests that I have coming up in the next few months. And if there is something in particular that you would love to know more about, please don't hesitate. Reach out, send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook, through Patreon, or any other way that you'd like to reach out. You can email me at thrive at aboutconsent.com. And if you are interested in learning about how you can empower your children, I do have a free workshop that is happening this coming week, July 30th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And it's a free workshop for parents. The three top things that you should be doing before every school year begins to help empower your child so that they can understand body safety, boundaries, and consent. And I will post that uh, link for sign up in the show notes, but you can also 
just go to aboutconsent.com forward slash workshop and sign up and register there. If, if you can't make it live, don't worry. You can definitely catch the replay. I will send you that link when you register. So thank you again. I look forward to seeing you. If you would like to support this podcast, you can do so over on my Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash aboutconsent. And of course, please share this with anyone that you feel could benefit from this information. If you are on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me there. Screenshot this, post it on Instagram uh, stories and tag me at About Consent Podcast so that I can give you a shout out and say thanks. I look forward to seeing you or hearing from you in the next episode. Have an amazing day beautiful day.